0: um and yeah i i I was obsessed i was like i need to be i need to figure out how to get to hollywood and do this thing
1: okay so how old were you how old were you when you knew you wanted to be an artist i was a sixth grader
0: so i was trying to figure this out the other it's so long ago now i'm like was i 12 11
1: 12 some something like that wow And did you have any um family support was your was your mom very supportive with this Um, I will say yes and no
0: in, you know, obviously in, they want what's best for me. And on the other side of the coin, I didn't come from any industry connections at all. So I think the part that they were terrified about was that they couldn't help me. Um, so while I had a lot of encouragement on one side, they were also terrified, you know, it was this strange combination.
1: What's your favorite job before becoming an artist?
0: Oh, my favorite job before becoming an artist—the
1: Dairy Queen drive-through girl in Nebraska.
0: See, I was even a queen back then, Dairy Queen in, Nebra- <laughs> in Nebraska. Oh, people love blizzards, okay? So I, yeah. I just learned so much about people and how to run a business and how, like, because now I have my own cosmetics line. So I've, I've always enjoyed having these. I don't want to call it normal jobs. I also had a clothing store job that was really clutch. That taught me a lot about relationships with people that you've never met. You know, um I learned how to I learned like personal style. So I actually love those jobs. I also had a job as a wedding singer. That taught me a shitload about just about performing, people performing for people for strangers.
1: Interesting. Wow. And how old were you when you were working as a wedding singer?
0: A Wedding Singer was, um, shoot, and I did it for seven years. I did it while I was in Boston, finishing up my my music degree at Berkeley. Oh, wow. So it was, I must've been, it was my twenties, like 18 through like 22 until the time that we, my husband and I blew up on YouTube. Oh my God. I sound
1: like a hundred years old right now. No, no, no. I love this as we're getting, like, we're getting to know the technology. There it is. Yeah. kind the technology. And I was just going to ask you about that because I know you transitioned from Carmen to Queen Herbie. Was that a, a huge struggle? Because you're already established. Sure. And then now just picking up and starting over again. And why?
0: Sure. I mean, imagine having you know, a couple of platinum singles and a big label pushing you spending millions of dollars and just waking up one day, like not satisfied. I was like, how did we get, how did we end up here? I, I always loved rap and R&B music. How can we take all of this amazing experience and flip it into something that we want? And when I say we, my husband had also realized at the time he didn't want to be like A pop star like doing choreography he wanted to be making beats and he he's a musician he's uh he just loves the craft of production and he's even producing uh directing my music videos now so um we both had to i don't know how we did it we've been together 15 years now but we both had to kind of grow and evolve together right for for it to work and i think the scariest part was having to let go some of our old team just because a lot of people were telling us, no, don't do it. And I get it. You know, they were terrified, but I learned so much about branding and I got really spiritual. Okay. So I had that to support me too, this new understanding of my truth. And um, I knew it was going to take, you know, what has it been now? Three years of Queen Hardy years, yeah. before, before we would get back to a place of,
1: you know. Right. Okay. So known. with you saying that, What's like the emotion or overall the emotion that dominates your music now? Mm. It seems like you're like mm. very spiritual,
0: very spiritual. And I try not to be preachy because, again, I'm I'm used to sitting in church twice a week, and I I honestly didn't that wasn't for me. That was not for me. <laughs> but mm. I love uh, I love the the themes of transformation and self worth uh, and confidence because I believe that if you have self-worth or enough confidence you can literally live your best life which means that you're in alignment with your talents and you're giving you're basically benefiting the world rather than taking from it yes yes so my 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 superpower i think would be to channel that in my listeners because that's going to be the most fulfilling thing for me to know that they're living their best life and they're happy and they They feel like boss bitches every single
1: day. That's it for me. No, I love that. And then one of your posts, before I even read the caption, I'm like, ooh, this is like Adam's family meets Cardi B. What was the inspiration for that? And was that your idea? Mm,
0: I wish I could take credit for a lot of these ideas are coming from my listeners. Oh, I see. Okay, that was made, that was actually made by one of my Russian fan clubs. Uh And it just always blows my mind that even in Russia, even in a country where they don't predominantly speak English, they're Uh understanding my brand and my aesthetic and the energy and they're getting it to the point where like they make a piece of content that I can post that performs better
1: than my content that I, so it's like,
0: it's oh my God. Album. I'm
1: sorry. So that they made that. That was like an app. Oh my God. I thought you came up with that. <laughs> oh my God. I need to get, <laughs> like, this is dope. Oh, Shout out to Queen Herbie Russia. yes. Yeah. Story behind your collab with Buster Rhymes. I knew that was like. Oh,
0: wow. So mind, but I it's you- a long story. Yeah. So 10 years ago, 10 years ago, my husband and I blew up on YouTube for covering a Buster Rhymes Chris Brown, Little Wayne song called Look At Me Now. you remember the really fast one? Um, cause I feel like I am running and I feel like I gotta get away, get away, get away, but I know that I don't and I don't have to stop because I know I gotta win every day, day, see that I'm really, really gonna pop me. Just know that you won't ever stop me. And I know that I can be a little cocky. You ain't never gonna stop me. Every time I come and you get God said it, then I gotta go and then I gotta get it, then I gotta blow and then I gotta shut every new little thing that you get, think it'd be doing cause it doesn't matter cause I'm gonna do it, 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 it. Like he was like, I was like, all I need to do is learn this song and I will have a complete life. And then like 90 million people watched it. So that was that's the history, and that's the reason I wrote a song to pay homage to him, because without that, I would not be where I am. Wow. There's my husband. Nick, say hi.
1: I'm
0: <laughs> in the background. That's I know, like, <laughs> in our loft. We have a loft, so it's just like a huge open space. It's like, so where, where are
1: you? Yeah, Where are you at right now? Where am I calling?
0: This is downtown Los Angeles, which is such an artsy, cool, creative environment. We we moved here a year ago and I'm like never leaving.
1: Oh, I love it. I'm just like thank amazing. you. I know it's a vibe. I love it. Yeah. very like
0: French in here. We did like the it is kind of like the Adams family in here. <laughs> what are the
1: struggles that you deal with as an artist?
0: Ooh. I think one that just happened today so we've been dropping a song every week leading up to the my ninth ep okay so the one thing that has worked for us since the beginning is consistency so dropping every week is the most powerful thing we can do even if you have a label or if you have a publicist or if you have a marketing team Uh Um, as an indie artist i think the struggle is real just to get enough eyeballs you know, and it's hard on uh, social media to watch major label artists getting all these opportunities and we're sitting over here like, okay, let's just try to make more amazing shit. You know, it's. I think that would be our biggest struggle now is is learning to let go of all the expectation mm. and just create because, you know, three years from now, one of these songs could blow up. Look at TikTok. TikTok has songs that are blowing up from From a long time ago and they're just becoming relevant again
1: right right it's it's a process you have to like trust the process right not overnight it's i i understand that's and going against the
0: traditional thing like if you don't you know i don't know how much you know about record deals but they're not usually very favorable to the artist okay so also trying to pioneer this new path of how to make a sustainable and happy life for artists is is another thing i i want to Uh do i I write a lot of blogs about it on my website because I want my creative listeners to know that they can
1: do it too. Right, okay, so what would your number one advice be to someone that's new in the industry?
0: Um, my number one advice would be to just start because the biggest thing I see new artists do is, is kind of rest on their laurels and they, they make some beautiful music and they're like, well, I'm probably gonna make better stuff And the answer is yes, you probably will. (laughs) But if you never start the machine of compounding, you know, get a song out, get those 10 new fans, Uh make a relationship with them, keep tabs on them. It still is very much about connecting to real human beings. Because you see all these, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that'll just buy likes and clicks and all this stuff, but it's never as good as that organic Moment. So I always tell new artists, just drop it. If you're not sure, just drop it. You can always take it down. Like we've dropped hundreds of songs. Wow. You know, you think about Elvis. I was, I was researching Elvis. He has like diamond records. He's one of the most listened to artists ever in history. I can only name like three Elvis songs. So over time, it's, it's not as important. It's just to, you've got to just build it.
1: Just start and connect. Yep. Uh, what is the craziest thing a fan has ever done for you?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Craziest thing a fan has ever done for you. Okay, so one time when we were on tour, this was back in my Carmen days, uh, because I haven't gotten to tour as Queen Herbie yet, which is really sad, pandemic happened, we were waiting for the right moment and here we are. Right. But touring as Carmen, There was one city where all of my, those people that I talked to one-on-one developed these relationships over time, they all showed up and like surprised me all because they're all from different locations, but they all flew into one spot. And then during like the last song or whatever, they all held up these huge paper hearts with like different messages. Okay. I was like completely shocked. So they definitely still surprise me all the time with stuff like that. But I love, um, we call it Queendom Arts. I have a lot of artists, people that draw, paint, sculpt. Somebody crocheted a doll that looked like me. I mean, I'm forever impressed by the
1: talent. Did they of send it. that crochet doll to you? No, I need it though. <laughs> I need it. Cool. Now, is it just your face or like a full-on body? It was a full doll glasses like they went all out it's dope so back to what we were talking about earlier so do you you obviously connect to a lot of your fans
0: yeah it's scary i mean you're 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 diving into a pool of energy that you don't you know it's weird because it's just through a phone um but we've got it down to this thing now where we even like On my live chats we will like charge up our hands and like send each other good vibes like we call them like warm healing orbs you know like just to see if we can feel each other through the phone because you just never know what people are going through i've had people say
1: like they cry or just like i'm trying to be more mindful of where i'm act why i'm acting this way or why i'm speaking and just understanding why that person is acting the way they're right I feel like a lot of it is social media because they're on their phone and they're believing something a certain way and they believe so much, mm. angry, and they want to, they're just reacting. So you've got to understand that. So that's something that we all have to be mindful of. Yeah. Right? That's, we're just like sucking in everybody, each other's energies.
0: It's huge. And I always, I always say like challenge, try to get like, if somebody's being an asshole, try to give them like love. Yeah. And just watch what happens. It's the funnest game ever. I know it's just a game, but you will feel so much better. Cause even you get those like cheap payoffs from like snapping back at somebody. But uh-huh. imagine if you were just like, Hey, hey, babe, uh, sorry you feel that way. I just want to say you're really hot. <laughs> and then they're just like, what?
1: Yeah. Oh my God, I'm
0: so sorry. Like I actually really like you and uh, it's interesting.
1: Like picking up negative it's like gum. Negative energy is like yeah. stuck to you.
0: Yeah, you're really just clogging your own pores by feeding into it. So just I clear, love them out, yeah. clear them out. Send them a good like what is it called? It's like a like a enzyme and en- send them an enzyme peel of energy, of good energy. And <laughs> everybody has clear skin, girl. you Slough all that off. <laughs> I
1: like this. So do you, so how many times a day do you meditate? Med- oh,
0: I, I'm going to be honest, I do it only once in the morning. I wish that I was doing it more. Uh, all the books I read say okay. that meditation is the key to letting go of like all those toxic, like the key to a happy life and a happy Afterlife, I'm reading a lot of crazy books about stuff I wasn't allowed to research when I was young. Right. You know, reincarnation, how the soul never dies. It's like always we're coming yes. back to learn karmic lessons. And I'm like, damn, if we meditate in life, it even makes all those future lifetimes better. Because your soul is just constantly evolving to get closer to God or to yes. the universe or whatever. So I should be doing more, but every morning I do the Wim Hof breathing exercise Okay, because I noticed that it's hard for me to keep my mind focused on meditation. But when you have somebody telling you to breathe one, two, you like do 30 breaths and you hold it and that helps me so much. So I know I get at least 10 minutes of like relaxation and stillness every day.
1: I like that. But the book that you're reading, is it, uh, one soul, many bodies. Have you heard of that? That's amazing.
0: There's also one called Journey of Souls, which is like a guy that hypnotizes people and and gets the transcript of like what happens when you die. It's like, oh, girl.
1: Yes. Why they didn't teach this in school? I know. I know. And also finance. They didn't really teach us in school. But yeah. That too. (laughs) There's something to it. So there's more than what we see in this physical world. We know that our energies are affecting everybody. And we're all connected. Right. Right. And we're all
0: all at different levels, too. You have to be patient and let go. Like, a lot of that negativity we don't understand is simply younger souls that haven't processed a lot of these lessons. So if you're not vibing with somebody, it's usually just you got to let them have their journey.
1: Yeah, I always feel like if I have a situation, but you know what? I'm mindful now, and I check myself. So if I feel a certain way about somebody, I'm like, it's not them doing something. Right. It's me no, being attached no. to
0: their, yeah. Yeah, Not like why? Yeah, I love Because you're a good person. You want to help, but sometimes the best way to help is to let go and just send love.
1: Okay, what is your favorite movie?
0: Wow, I'm going to have to say it's uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Um, <laughs> it's like from the late 70s. It's the OG.
1: I was going to say the old school one, right? Yeah. yeah,
0: I'm very, I'm a whimsical bitch. I love a fantasy. I love candy. I love. Um, the idea of the good, the person with the good soul, inherits the chocolate factory and the magic. And um, I've just always loved that movie. It's so dark, and I think that's why they redid it with Tim Burton and um, Johnny Depp.
1: Yeah, it seemed it was kind of creepy. Yep, <laughs> the way it was. You're like, whoa. But yeah, okay, I can I get that. Um, what's your biggest pet peeve? Mm. See, I've
0: been letting a lot of this go. Let me think. Ooh. This is good. It's, it's showing me how far I've come. Biggest pet peeve. Wow. I'm trying to think what. And my husband leaves his socks on the floor sometimes. And okay. I'm always like, this is so stupid. Why do I care so much about this?
1: Something that you have to deal with. Right. I'm like, pick up your socks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Have you ever been kicked out of a bar? No. Thank goodness. <laughs> and, ha- well, have you ever taken part in a talent show in high school or elementary school?
0: Yes. I did a lot of shopping mall talent shows, and I usually won, which was fun. Oh, that's how I was. Like it gave me so much motivation to keep going because this game is crazy. You you always question if you're good enough to to make it, and it was those stupid like shopping mall talent shows. And I would just come home with my little plastic trophy, like so proud. So your mom, your mom or dad would take you. They would drive me. See, so they did support. Uh huh. But they were always like, now what do we do with all these plastic trophies? It was a joke for a long. That's time. so cool. Yeah. How many do you think you've done? Ooh, I mean. They had this whole. They were killing it in where was that? I think it was like Hastings, Nebraska. They were killing it. It was called Galaxy of Stars, and they had this fabulous Nashville woman that was, le- you know, like these state fair type of vibes. Girl, right next to the cow shows. <laughs> uh huh. I was like singing my, um, what was I singing? Christina Aguilera. Like I was doing it. I was doing yes! it, I was doing too much. I came with like my spark and my mom would take me shopping and help me find like sparkly tops. Like they they really they really did support. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it was it was probably like shoot a dozen or so talent shows. Uh,
1: so are you a cat or a, da- or a dog person?
0: I'm a dog person. Okay, cool. Do you have a dog? I have two dogs. Okay. They are so fluffy. I think they're having a nap right now. Luna <laughs> Yeah, she's sleeping. She's like, <laughs> you see her like right there. Oh, yeah. Black ball I... of fluff.
1: Yes. Oh. Hi, baby.
0: They're so, this is their nap time. But I love <laughs> cats, too. I think cats are so cute, but Nick is allergic.
1: Oh, I'm allergic to cats. But I have a hairless cat. They're kind of cute, too.
0: Those are majestic. <sighs> hairless cats are like, didn't the Egyptians like worship them?
1: I think so. I don't know.
0: She's like, I don't, it's, it's a cat.
1: Life advice for anyone. don't treat anybody.
0: Life advice for anyone. If you ever feel stuck in a rut, just pretend you're an alien that just landed on earth. So if you ever feel like depressed or, you know, you're, you, you feel yourself spiraling into like anxiety Okay. Sometimes what I'll do is I'll be like, oh, like pr- really pretend that you're an alien that's not from earth. And you're just looking around and seeing things for the first time and touching things and smelling things and tasting things. It's like a way to bring all of your senses forward and appreciate the moment and appreciate stuff that you overlook. Uh-huh. So I always think it's so funny if you're like, uh, like I'm an alien now. And like, it just distracts you from the bullshit. Yeah. And makes you really appreciate because otherwise we miss the little, it's the little things.
1: Great. Right. I've never heard of that.
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe I just like pretending to be an alien, but it, it works for me.
1: So you've never read that anywhere. You just, this is something from within. You're like, just pretend you're seeing something for the very first time and, and appreciating it.
0: Girl, I must have read it somewhere. I've been <laughs> reading, I have like 12 books right now I'm reading. It's, uh-huh. it's probably in one of these books. Ugh. But yeah, it's a great, it's a great one.
1: I love, I love, you know, life, I love this question because, you know, a lot of people say, you know, never give up, don't mm-hmm. negativity, <laughs> but that was the first time I heard that. If you're ever stuck,
0: girl, just pretend you're an alien that just got to Earth for the first time. Imagine how shook you would be. I first of water. all, like, just breathing oxygen because other planets don't have, like, the same, like, air composition
1: uh-huh
0: you're like oh my god like this is so crazy and then you like sip coffee for the first time oh just makes you appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> if you can lose yourself that deeply i don't know no, i like- love <laughs> i love that <laughs> and you, like even you start dressing differently you're like oh if i was the alien i would just wear this like feather boa out to starbucks like <laughs> yeah and do my makeup different yeah <laughs> Okay, where do you see
1: yourself in 10 years?
0: Oh, wow. In 10 years, I will have built uh, an empire out of my brand. Queen with a V has trademarks across the board. We're going to expand. We're going to do everything that I'm interested in, and we're going to help other people build their ideal lives.
1: I like that. Yeah. Just love and inspiration. Yep. I love it. Can you describe your life in one word?
0: Happy. It's a tough one. Some people are like, what does it mean? I'm not happy all the time, but I have a lot to be happy about.
1: Okay. If you can invite three people to sushi that are alive, who would it be?
0: Wow. Well, first I'd want to see if Walt Disney would even like sushi. (laughs) He probably wouldn't because he's like from Missouri or something. But I, I, I took my parents to sushi for the first time and they were just like mortified. Um, I know. And I can't live without it. Like we, my husband and I get sushi once a week at this place right across the street. Um, so it's me, Walt Disney. I love how he, you know, came from nothing in the Midwest, built this crazy, people were like a theme park, bro. He just went all the way there. He inspired yeah. millions. Uh, I have to invite Oprah because I just want to be in her aura for like an hour like yeah I wouldn't even say anything I would just be there like you know watch her take phone calls and see what she eats and stuff yeah, I yeah. admire her so much maybe Marilyn Monroe because she's so complex mm. and interesting to me her story and um I recently like found her skincare regimen or like the skincare that she used and like So it's just interesting to me how, um, she, how she, her, her legacy, how she's been remembered. And I'm curious, I would be curious to ask her if that's what she was aiming for, or I want to know what happened too. I mean, there's so many conspiracy theories about her.
1: Right. How old was she when she took her life? She took her own life, right? Or do we- Took her life. We don't
0: know. Um, yeah, it was like a botched crime scene, but I think she was 36.
1: Yeah. 30 something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you see you have like a
0: product line coming out oh girl yeah this is the lip uh the lip that I have on today it's got my little logo on there oh, the really? dragons queen it's just queenstudio.com
1: beautiful packaging
0: thank you I should send you some of this and do you wear lashes can't even tell I do
1: I do I, all the time yeah I have it's I so
0: pretty
1: yeah thank you I actually had to cut them like in the center because my eyes are whoop, no, this way
0: We have, oh my God, we have such beautiful lashes too. So lips and lashes was my focus and you can shop that Queen Studio. We're about to drop a bunch of eyeshadows too, which I'm excited for. Exciting, I love. It's fun to make a music video and be like, listen to the song and then be like, also the makeup is for sale over here, you know, rather than t-shirts and mugs.
1: makeup is huge. Everybody loves... I love makeup. One of my big hobbies is to go on YouTube and watch the YouTube tutorials. Yes. Live makeup. Like primer was a game changer. And then the spray that you spray afterwards. Lashes. Yeah, it's fun. It's so fun. Who do you watch on YouTube? Who is your fave? Yeah, and then there's a Filipino girl. Why can't I think of his name? Oh, and I love Nikita Dragon. She's brilliant. I, I had no idea that she had transitioned. I just remember... Because I love Asian girls, I was like, "Oh my God, this is a hot Asian girl! I'd follow her forever." And then I saw a video of her crying, and I'm like, "What is she crying about?" I'm like, oh, yeah. God. "I didn't know." You know, she was transitioned. I don't know the term, but she transitioned to, you know, from male to female. Like, oh.
0: Yeah, that's my friend. She's she is a force to be reckoned. Like she's yeah. about. To, I mean, she's already building her empire, but she, yeah, she's over here hanging out every once in a while. We talk music, fashion. A very good soul.
1: Yeah, I love that. So like attracts like.
0: Yeah, well, I think so. I hope so. If I, if that's, yeah, I guess your friend group really does speak for you. So I'm, I'm happy with that.
1: I could, you just open, you're hitting the ball back and it was just really easy. I love that. Yeah. Um, thank you for chit-chatting with me. I really appreciate it. I'm just feeling very grateful. I know. I was like, I need to stalk you. What is your handle, babes? Oh my God. So Jenny with the Y and then sushi with an E.
0: Perfect.
1: Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a sushi chef. So I'm actually a female sushi <gasps> chef. That's why the last name sushi.